Adventures in Dadland, episode 69, season 6. <laughs> That's gerbil right there. He's really good looking. My name is Colfax. So, uh, going on right now, uh, my son uses Discord. Have we talked about this on the podcast? We've talked about it some, but not, not I'm sure. Yeah, people, if you're not into Discord, it's like a communications app, right? Yeah. For people that don't know, maybe, right? And my son uses it to communicate with two of his friends when they play Minecraft. So uh, last week, my wife was trying to get a hold of my son who was at home, but my wife was out. So she made like, a, I guess she had a Discord account. And she logged in and she talked to him. So just now I sat down at the computer to record adventures in Deadland with my friend Gerbil. And I see this conversation between my wife and my son. Uh-oh. So I just wrote, hello. It was yesterday, right? Yeah. And then my wife says, hi. I said, how are you? School is good. And she wrote, is this my son? And I said, hmm. And then she put a bit boji and says, back to school. So right now she thinks I'm my son at school. (laughs) Talking to her on Discord. You getting getting your son in trouble, man? Isn't it cool that Uh I can Discord from school oh dude so you are you are gonna get him in so much trouble man it's good so let me get that positive <laughs> remember back from episode one and through seven there was a period where we were playing a lot of sea of thieves in fact we thought it was like a sea of thieves podcast for a while because we were playing so much yeah i mean dude, our, our 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 picture of us is on a boat um my son's been playing Sea of Thieves with his friends, which is cool on a couple levels. One, because it's it's cool to see him be into something that I was in, right? Right. Also, all that grinding that you and I did, he has all that stuff now. So his friends have like nothing. And he rolls in. He's like, I'm a pirate legend with my glowing sword and my jacket made of skull bones or whatever he had from back in the day, right? Right. Yesterday, dude, I thought of you because he was like, hey, can you buy me a pet? And I was like, the pets are annoying. Uh, the, the 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 pets are super annoying. I don't want to do that. And he convinced me, hey, dude. We've been tainted by like these games, like Fortnite and Valorant, that are so expensive to play mm-hmm. and to buy stuff for. Mm-hmm. I bought him a cat for a dollar ninety nine, and now oh, he's dude. got a cat that hangs out on the boat with him. Totally worth it. It's exciting, isn't it? That hey, is. I think we actually had an episode about like is it right to buy stuff uh you know online for things things how it was super easy i didn't even consider it. i was like hey you can get a pet it's fine so now he's got like a cat and he's a pirate and he's super happy and he rolls around and he does the things and they go fight skeletons dude it's like little versions of me and you rolling around out there dude that's a they argue that's- about who yeah, they, they try to figure out who's steering the boat, and then the person that's steering yells at the person who sails up and down. It's like little junior versions of us sailing the sea of thieves. <laughs> now, is your son the little version of you and whoever his friends are, little versions of me? <laughs> you know, I don't really know. Um, I don't really know. They just kind of do it. They're not very good at piloting the boat, actually. I, they called me in yesterday because they were in a rowboat. And they couldn't figure out how to make it get to the back of the boat. And I'm like, dude, I don't remember. They're not great at it, but they're doing little missions. I mean, they're getting there, bro. I feel like we need to get back into that game, but ah, 
talking about video games, I'm so still all about Valorant right now. Well, then we haven't had much time over the last couple of weeks. It's been very hard being an adult and playing video games. I think as we scream towards the end of the school year into summer, things have just been tough all around. Like, you know how there's like waves, it's like a cosine or a sign of, you know, activity from people. Like when holidays come around, everybody kind of checks out. And then as soon as everybody's back and then they're truly back, then everybody's got like a flourish of activity. I, I almost wonder if this is like an opposite, like we're get we're getting close to when people are going to be wanting to take vacations, leave with their families, have their kids out, you know, try to try to manage working from home when the school year's on. Like, I think people are nervous about it. I can feel it a bit in the air with all of that. Dude, let me tell you, and I don't know what's happening, you know, in, in your land, but like, there's no respite. Like, None. yes, I don't, I trade like taking my my kids going to school every morning at seven and picking them up at three. But now, like my daughter's got a cooking camp. My son's doing a Minecraft modding camp. Like I'm just trading one for the other. dude. Mm-hmm. There's no there's it's- no like, let's chill out. Dude. Look, it's a Monday and we can hang out like I'm trading one set of I don't want to say stressors, but like one set of responsibilities for another. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, I don't know what and, other people are doing. And I wonder if it's actually a little bit more during the summer because you have less, are these camps that they're, they're going to, are they the same length of time as like school? Yeah, no, dude. And listen, you'll get into this. This is coming for you. This is, it, this is a uh, future for you. You have to start like aligning stuff. Like does my daughter's summer camp that has to do with whatever she's doing, flower growing, is it going to align with my son, my son's Taekwondo camp? Like, where are they in town? Is my daughter in Littleton? My son's in like Greenwood village. Like it changes, bro. Like you have to like manipulate two different kids in two different places and work. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's, let me tell you, this is does the voice sound stressful? Because it, it it we have to be very careful to align everybody correctly so that like it's not a place where kids are stuck. That does seem pretty stressful. And the fact that things are not next to each other, you would think that people would want to have camps close together, but I guess it's somebody's business, right? So you can't well, really you control think, where you're going to be next to. My My wife is a saint. Because she tries to watch, you know, like monitor that type of situation. She makes it so she doesn't double book me. Also, like, you know, some of the kids, they're going to camps with their friends. So there's, you know, carpool things, you know, there's ways around it. But yes, dude, it's, it's still tough. It's a lot. Yeah, but absolutely. It's 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 a favorable thing. You know, like, I don't want my kids standing next to me while I'm trying to do something like here like i don't want my son playing see if he's on the computer next to me when i'm trying to work so he goes also i'm able to send him places so see and that's that's, cool i'm thankful for that you know what i mean like i'm not mad about that i i tell you what like that's what i'm we we touched on this a little bit with my my daughter she's a little bit young she's not quite school age yet and she's you know she's having that issue where it's it's obviously time that she needs to be in school and making friends and kind of doing a lot of stuff, but she is, um, (laughs) it's just not there yet. You know, it's one of those, it's one of those tough, tough little positions that we're in and we are struggling to have, you know, a good opportunity to like 
just sit and play with her, make time to do things and, and kind of go forth, uh, managing her when she's in this weird, like weird position of like needing to do a lot more than she, and she's like frustrated because she feels like she needs to be doing more, but we can't give her any more time because we're both working from home. That is a tough, that's the one that like came out of nowhere and is tough. You know what? That is, I think more applicable for you and your daughter more than you guys and your son or me and my kids, because like my, you know, I think your son and my kids, if there are days this summer where like, they're just here and I'm working mm-hmm. and I can yeah. shuffle them off. I'm like, yeah. go watch Encino man. Yeah. Go play sea of thieves. You know, <laughs> like my, my kids are self-sufficient. Like, even if I was like, Hey, do you guys want to hang out together today? Uh, you know, like, we'll go. They don't want to do that anymore. Like they, yeah. they don't, my daughter does unfortunately do. So I think it's unique to your daughter. Cause she, you know, you, she wants to spend time with you guys and you mm-hmm. want to cherish that because that from what I just said, it fle- it's fleeting, dude. Yeah. You, know? you don't have a whole lot more time on that. So it's, and, it's, and I'm trying and to be mindful of that, but it's also tough, man. She's making, she's making, she's making it tough. Well, and you're at home. <laughs> yeah. You can't explain to her. I'm home, but I'm working. I think that's a hard thing to work from home. Like if I'm working because I'm leaving, then my kids get it. Hey, I got to go to work. Peace out. And I get yeah. my car and I'm gone. But like with you, you're like, you know, your daughter's right there. Was there a couple minutes ago hanging out? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like you lock her out of that room and you're like, I'm working. Get out. You know, like it's her house. So she yeah. says it's time to hang out with you. Absolutely. And then she like takes it out of us. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Maybe you should put a padlock on your office door. Lock the door? I don't know if that's healthy or not. I don't no, know if that's, that's a healthy. I feel like that's not a good solution. <laughs> uh, I think it's okay, dude. I kick my kids out. Unfortunately, I don't have a dedicated room for my office. It's kind of in the open. Uh, and like this computer, like the gaming Twitch podcasting computers in the same room as my work computer. So like it's tough because I'm like, you can play Fortnite, but you got to have the headphones on. You got to shut up because I'm working. <laughs> like there's no delineation between the two of it. You know, last summer I I spent up I ended up working on the back porch a lot because it's shady most of the day and I get to hang out and and do that and that's fine. You know, maybe they go jump on the trampoline and I can see them. You got to balance it though, dude. I think that's going to be with a lot of people. I know there's a lot of people going back to offices. I think there's probably a higher percentage of people than before working from home. I imagine there's more people working from home than there were pre-pandemic. Yeah. And they're yeah. going to have to figure that out. You got to come up with a balance of stuff. You know what I mean? How do you think that that that's going to change, you know, the parent kid dynamic because younger kids have only really known, like if I were to go back to an office, as an example, my daughter would not understand what that is, but my son was, you know, alive and kicking before, um, COVID kind of happened. And he knew times when I would be just gone at the office. And if, mom and I were both at the office and we had to do like daycare with both of them. Like mentally, how do you think that affects younger kids? Like daycare or seeing them go away, seeing the parents go to work like that. Wouldn't that be kind of like a shift in, in your world in a big way? If the kids haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But I mean, kids have existed forever with parents going to work. That's not, you know, that's not new. I, my parents worked, you know what I mean? Like, I guess that's true. I mean, this is, it's the other way, actually. Like the fact that mom and dad or whatever your caretakers are around 
during the day while they're working and also they're the kids. I think that's the new paradigm. That's the one we got to look out to see that how it affects, you know, like my kids didn't, my son, he had to go to this. Oh my God. He was super small. He had to go to this daycare on Fridays because I was working. My wife was working and they would like him take a nap and they would make him do all this stuff. And he hated it. He still thinks about it. It, I think it was like, man, I want to say he was three, five years ago. We can drive by it still. And I'm like, look, there's that place. And he tells me, he's like, I hate that place. They made me try and take naps. And they, like, oh he remembers God. that place. Um, I don't know. I, we're going to see how it, it fleshes out. I'll tell you one thing, man. And I hope companies listen. You know, this new paradigm, like, I don't put my kids in daycare anymore. And or I don't put them in like after school specials and I don't want to pay for that anymore. If I'm working from home, like, why can't I pick up my kids and bring them back home with me? You know Mm. what I mean? Like, but if I was stuck in an office till five o'clock, I'd have to send them to an after school thing. And that's a huge expense. That is. But now I I pick them up. I take calls. I've been on video calls like in my car while I'm picking up the kids. You know what I mean? And it works better. I think that's the shift. Companies are going to figure out. I have to figure out that. Uh. Parents have, I mean, I can't put my kids back into, day, you know, into an after school thing anymore. I mean, I could, I guess people are doing it, but like for me, I'm not going to, it's just, I would rather hang out with them, you know, even if I'm working, I want them here with me. I wonder, I wonder if that's going to be the core difference going forward that, that the change in how people were working from home, had kids in the house, you know, were wearing pajama bottoms with like, you know, polo tops people understand that people that they're having meetings with in other companies have children. Like it's not a hidden thing. You don't hide your kids, right? Like before that was kind of the standard you were working from an office. It didn't matter if you had kids or not, you were going to meetings and doing things in person without children around. But now that's much more okay. And people understand that that's a part of it. And they're like, doing a zoom meeting rather than an in-person meeting is totally acceptable. I mean, before all of COVID, were we doing COVID stuff? No. Were you doing zoom meetings on the level before COVID? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Thank you for understanding what I meant. Yes. No, I was not. I didn't even know what zoom was until COVID happened. And then they gave away free memberships for everybody. Well, I'll tell you what, like when we left from the office in 2020, yeah, like we, our, our company uses Teams, but people are like, wait, you can store, fi-. not me, because I'm not 800, but a lot of people are like, wait, you can store files in this folder and like you can access it from your phone and your computer. Like there was a huge jump in yeah. I, the question that you and I are both knocking at. I think it's going to depend on what you do with what the answer is. Mm-hmm. Like, now that COVID, I mean, hopefully we've seen the end of lockdowns and all that stuff. Do you try and rewind it and to make it like 2019? Or do you take what you have and continue this way? Or do you hybridize it? And I think the kids come into play. I mean, I just told you, I don't want to send my kids to after, after school care. It costs money. It's, they don't learn anything. I remember like they used to watch, they're like, we're watching educational movies. And I'd come in there watching like, major pain something and i'm like <laughs> which that's a good dude. one that one that one holds up to you yeah i i just like do i want to do that i don't i just want them to be here like mm-hmm. i can take care of them you know yeah, what i mean absolutely and 
I think it'll depend, you know, I think it'll depend on all that. I, I, I imagine it'll be the, the, the complaint. It'll depend on your company and it'll depend on your job. I suppose. Like what are you able to do it from home? So or talk, are you able to do it on there? So talking about depending on the company and depending on your situation and all of that stuff, I, I was in an interesting meeting this morning, you know, which one it is, but um, where people were griping about, Nobody wants to hold down a job like they used to a couple of years ago. And I saw around the room, everybody was nodding and they were like, back in my day, people would just work in an office and be fine with it. Um, And I wanted to say something, but there was a whole bunch of other things going on that I didn't actually pipe up. But I'm curious if, they're looking at the the situation wrong. Like the, a part of what they were talking about and complaining about, basically they were complaining saying that you couldn't hire somebody because not only is nobody of substance available for a job, but they're all soaking up, you know, money from the government and staying at home and doing what, like playing Xbox, you know, I could get that sentiment from everybody that was shaking their head. Like, yes, this is a problem. I, think that if people are willing to pay somebody to do work, you know, for them or with them, and then have ways in which you can be flexible about that, you know, people's schedule, let them pick them up, work from home, do some sort of hybrid like you're talking about, or just even like, if you have a mandate that somebody needs to go to an office from like nine to five, have childcare available or, you know, subsidize that so that it's not such a cost. Like, that to me, if you had those as a business owner, I know that we're changing everything about how this podcast really rolls, but this was weird to me. And I had, I have to like get an opinion. That's not. Yeah. No, dude, room I think of old you're right. people. <laughs> well, I, I think they want control. There's two things at play there. One is control. You have employees and you want them to be in your office. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because you pay for an office. You're an egomaniac and you want to have control over them, or maybe your people don't do shit at home. I mean, yeah. it could be any one of those three things, dude. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it. But I, I think another big thing is envy people that can't. I was just talking, I was in the office today, in fact, before I came home, and uh, <laughs> I was in the office before I came home. I was in the office, and there was a guy there who's been in the office the entire time because mm-hmm. some of our departments worked, they didn't work from home. Right. And he was like, nice of people to finally show up at work again and i'm like you don't know you don't know hey during this is gonna be so inside baseball but right in the middle of covid when my client list was zero and i would spend all day in media monitors trying to find anybody that was spending any type of money on on any type of advertising the market where were you yeah i wanted to tell them that where were you were you coming in here playing radio Mm -hmm. because i didn't get to do that i had to sit there and hope that we were going to survive Mm -hmm. So don't give it. And there's a weird paradigm for that too, which relates back to families, but like people are envious and people, there's a superiority both ways. Well, I'm going to work from home and I get to work in flip-flops. I have the same pair of flip-flops I had in 2019 when we started this podcast and they still smell bad, dude. And I wear a business shirt up top and I have shorts underneath. That's me and it's fine. And I'm not trying to say it's better or worse, but for me, it works better. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Now, if I, if I had to wear business casual and go into the office every day and grind out in a, in a cubicle and I saw me, I'd be kind of salty about it. Yeah. Well, and I think this goes bigger than work from home 
and work from work and people having kids and not having kids and being a parent. But I feel like through all of the things we've been through over the last like five years, like a sense of empathy is the biggest thing I think we've lost collectively. Mm, that's fair. Like dude, that's aggressive to me because I'm in the office and he's like, nice of you to finally come in the office. Yeah. Maybe he wishes he could work at home, dude. Maybe he misses his kids. Maybe yeah. he misses his wife. He's an asshole, so he probably doesn't have a wife. But like, maybe he misses it, and he's maybe deep inside he's envious that I get to go pick up my kids at three. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I get to work from my back porch, and if they want to slip and slide, I can watch them do it. You know, yeah. it, it, people aren't willing anymore to put themselves in somebody else's shoes. That's true. Whereas, like six months ago, I would have killed to go into the office. You and I talked about that, and I felt mm-hmm. so separated from work laptop ringing all the time people trying to call me on video on my laptop all the time to say hi it was a disaster dude i think uh everybody wants it all man and when somebody else is doing something different i think just the way we think in 2022 is like you pick it apart dude like but what's wrong and what's right i work from home i work typically if you look at my work thing it says i work 8 30 to 4 30 every Right. But back in the day, I'd have to drop my kids off of school. I would drive. I wouldn't hit the office till nine because it's tech center traffic. And then you go in there and somebody's like, hey, did you watch the Broncos game last night? And then you got to talk about the Broncos with them for 15 minutes. <laughs> you finally get your laptop and you log in and everything. It's 930. Well, dude, if I'm working from home at 8, 728, 828, that laptop's open. It's cranking. Yeah. I'm not commuting anywhere, dude. We're going. Yeah. So I get ahead of it, dude. Or like it, it back at the office. If it's 430, 5 o'clock, you're like quitting time. Like Fred Flintstone, you honk the thing. You jump on the dinosaur. You slide in your car. And you go hang out with Barney Rubble. Yeah. But like here, you just keep going. Maybe I'm on a call. Maybe I'm in the middle of something. Maybe I'm building something. We're going to keep going, dude. You know what I mean? So like I think I, speaking for myself, am as productive at home as I would be from the office. I can mm-hmm. see why people are weird about it, though. Like, dude, if you and I ran a company, and we bought the 15th floor of a building downtown. And Which we had 80 cubicles. It would be pretty dope. But we had 80 cubicles, a handful of offices. And it was all filled with workers. And we went through this COVID thing. And then it was done. And you and I are hanging out on this floor and it's empty. It's just and I'm us. like, yo, yeah. <laughs> don't you want to come back and hang out with me and gerbs? And they're like, nah, dude, I want to wear pajama pants. Yeah. I see it. I see why they, I see why all those old guys in your meeting, I assume they're old guys, but like, I see why those guys in your meeting were nodding today. If I was in that position, if you and I were in an office and it was empty and I was like, yo, germs, don't we employ 80 people here at podcast emporiums are us. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, they're all working from home. I mean, do you think you would, well, how would you feel about that? I just ask like, how would you feel? Put yourself in that scenario, me and you on an empty floor. I mean, dude, it would be a different situation for sure. But like, I want to see them. I, I, I don't necessarily want to see the magic of work happening. I want to see the fruits of the work happen in a timely manner. You know, it's, it's tough. I think as a business owner, you're in a different position because if you have people in a cubicle like my, thing and we get a yeah. little worker farm of people yeah. you can see if someone's watching youtube in their youtube all day then you see it dude you, you notice know? it yeah absolutely but if somebody's uh, it you know what i i think it's interesting that we'll bring this back to families though um do you think there is more so my boss knows my kids because of teams calls 
because mm-hmm. they had to learn it. Like when, dude, when my son was trying to learn from home, I had to keep him at my desk because he can't, he's, he was seven. You can't make a seven-year-old sit in front of a laptop for eight hours. So he would no. sit next to me. Yeah. So all my people at work know my son because he would sit next to me and like wave. Would they have met my son? Have we had not COVID? Probably not. No. not at so all. does that, does that increase our bond as workers? Maybe a little bit. Maybe. Is it a good thing? I'm not sure. Like, I don't ever want to use my kids as an excuse with work. Right. But, and I think also, too, like at the core of what what you were asking about the floor and, you know, would we want to just keep going down that road? Isn't the idea of owning a business that things change, times change? Like, yeah. I mean, either find a way to use that so that it can be family centric give people their flexibility so they can go and pick people up and then maybe bring them to the office if they want or just go home and work the rest of the day. I mean, I don't know. I felt like with the meeting, the, the meeting that we had this morning, the tough part about it was they were looking at it like nobody was worthwhile. And even though nobody said it, I'm probably saying what was what was unsaid about the room. Nobody said the obvious, which is what I wanted to say. <laughs> Do you want to pay people more so that you have more applicants? Like, I mean, money solves all issues when it comes to an employer-employee relationship, I think. There's a lot of things that people think are benefits and good. And, you know, would it be great if you had, like, food coming your way every single day and, like, an open floor plan with, you know, ping pong tables and TVs and all this stuff to, like, support sort of the mental health of a, of a workforce, which could be really helpful. But also in COVID times, when things are more expensive, inflation's going up, and you have a floor that's empty because nobody's willing to come to the office, can you incentivize hiring more people that are willing to do that by opening a position and then paying somebody more to do it? That's what I wanted to say at that meeting. But nobody was saying it because they were all under the same impression, I think. Nobody is willing to take the same job at the same pay before COVID to then also have to come into work because there are flexible options out there. I think that was that's the core. The other, that's the other key. You know, unemployment is at 3% or something right now. I That could be wrong, but I feel like it's right around there. Um, people are just finding, I just read this thing on LinkedIn that people were ghosting, getting hired and then ghosting the job. They just didn't <laughs> show up because they found something else to. Um, that's pretty I wild. Think- it is pretty wild. I think that it's changed. I think people being home for so long has changed their perception of work. Whereas like, like you don't own me, homie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think some business people don't see it that way, you know? And typically it's the older guys who go mm-hmm. still going to the office and grind it out, you know, and, eat their lunch at their desk out of their Tupperware, their way, you know, like they're grinders, man. And, and they don't see like there's a value. I mean, dude, last year I took my daughter to the pool. I supervised certain friends. I worked for my laptop at the pool and I actually worked. Now ask me like pre COVID, I would have just taken the day off and not done anything. Mm-hmm. But during COVID I'll do both. I don't even care. The lines have blurred. And I think some segments of, the world wanted to go back to the line. They want the lines back where they were before. And mm. we can say it's because of control. It's because of productivity. It's, you know, any myriad of reasons, but you were right. The line has changed. Whether you want it going back or not, the line has changed and people kind of are in a different frame. Absolutely. The way I look at it, it's technology, dude. It's just science. 
the fact that I can do a video call, the fact that we do this podcast virtually, we've never done a podcast with each other. Yeah. Holding hands. <laughs> would Technology is it would be nice <laughs> think about the first couple podcasts we have though they were sucky our microphones sucked and my laptop was crazy and it was wild we didn't know what we were doing we had bad mics we couldn't hear each other it was all wobbly but like i think we've gotten to figure it out pretty well dude and so technology has evolved i had a drive to buckley kind of by you i think maybe i don't know if you live by buckley i have no idea it's kind live. of up the road but yeah um, but like I had to go to the office. You can hear a plane right Buckley. now. <laughs> oh, really? I had to go yeah. to the office, print something out because I needed to print the deck. And they have a big copier machine. Put it in my little thing. Drive all the way out there. Two twenty-five. You know how I feel about two twenty-five. <laughs> and then like do this meeting, then drive back to the office. Put it in the little thing, computer. Yeah. Then close up my laptop and drive home. Mm-hmm. It took me like five hours, dude, to do that one Four thing. Hours to do that. I had a meeting this morning on Teams. I just opened my laptop and hit the space bar or whatever, and we did it, and it was great. I, I think that has to, whether or not you think it's a control thing, whether or not you think you should be entitled to daycare, hang out with your kids, or work in pajamas, or work in a cubicle. You can't deny that technology has changed the game significantly. Like our capabilities to do things remotely are much better now than they were six months ago, a year ago, two years ago. It's a 180 from two years ago. So as a business person, you think you would look at that. I mean, I wonder, I don't know this. And now we're getting all LinkedIn-y, but uh, I wonder how business travel is. Like, what if you had like a sales guy that would travel to different cities? Would you want them to get on a plane and fly to a different city? Or can they open up a laptop and just hammer something out? I mean, that that's a great question because before the pandemic, I read a bunch, a bunch of articles on this because I started thinking, you know, this is the way to go forward and make money. They, you know, it was like Harvard Business Review and New York Times and all these, you know, crazy, like, I think these like, people who write articles who are like sitting in plants with their, you know, their their big cameras and stuff doing it did studies on how, if you travel for sales, you can, you can make like multiple times the amount of money usually because you're going to a business somewhere that is like, generally speaking, doesn't have the same tools that maybe you have. And you could walk in and ask for a lot more money. And I was like, well, what if I, you know, what if I found just these top businesses? I'm going to get here in a second. Why family? But like, you know, you're, you're not wrong. Like you can do the same sort of prospecting. You can still sell a company in a different state and get them to spend a ton of money. And you don't have to leave your house. You don't have to leave the state to go to them. Theoretically, could you ask for more money because, you know, there's like an implied, oh, the salesperson came from a different state and now they're in our boardroom and asking for all this money and it seems justified because they're here. I mean, that's just, you know, that's just sales talk. But at the same time, like, could I ask for the same amount of money on Zooms in this room? Mm, Why not? You could. Yeah. You could. I think there's the, you know, I think you saved the, out. I mean, now we're becoming business consultants. You <laughs> can pay Gerbil and I $50 an hour for this, but like. I'll tell you what, like I have a I have a client that lives in Des Moines. No, he's in Idaho. I shouldn't know that. Des Moines is in Idaho. Des Moines, Des Moines is in Iowa. 
He's in Idaho. It doesn't matter. Uh, but I was like, man, if you want to talk about this, I will try. I will get in my car and go up there. And he was like, you would? And I was like, I swear to God, I would. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If I drive to Idaho, we're closing the deal. Like in yeah. there, you know what I mean? Now, could I close it on teams? Maybe. But like, yeah. there's a value proposition. He's going to think he's big time because I came all the way from Denver to see him. Um, but you're right. I mean, you have to math it. And that's way more math than I would know. If you had a salesperson that was traveling, would they sell more going on planes and going to places than they would like on teams calls or on zoom calls? I don't know the answer to that, dude. Like I, I guess I think it depends on what you were selling and who it was like. Yeah. There's a lot of variables to it. Yeah. yeah. If I was selling space shuttles, I probably would make the trip to go to someone and you know, sell them. Yeah, a space what, shuttle, you know, what is the $500 you're spending flying hotel, rent a car, you know, food for the trip out to then ask for $5.5 million doing space things, yeah. you know? Yeah. Dude, like, if I'm, if I'm selling programmatic targeted ads, like I'm not traveling across the country, but like, you know, you never know, dude, I, I think it's interesting. And then as an employee, it weighs like, do I want to get on a plane and go somewhere? Like, what is that worth it to me where I could just do it from my computer mm-hmm. instead of doing that and miss my kids. I don't even like, I was in a meeting yesterday in Evergreen and I couldn't pick up my kids. My wife had to do it. And I was, I was salty the whole way because mm-hmm. I didn't get to pick him up. Now that's privilege, dude. That okay, is. I have the privilege totally to pick awesome. him up, but like, but I like it, dude. I don't know, man. And the kids, you know, the kids, I think these generation kids, I mean, they're going to need the most coddling they can because they went through two years of a pandemic and things sucked. Mm-hmm. Like this, we've talked about the psychological impact of lockdowns and pandemics and masks. We haven't even yet to begin to touch what, it's done to these kids. Like it's done things that we don't even realize yet, but maybe part of coming through that is me being able to be home all the time, man. Yeah. Because you, you spend a little bit more time with them. I spend a little bit more time with the kids, you know, like we're able to, to sort of fix some of what was a problem before. And could you imagine COVID young kids and being a traveling salesperson where you didn't see your family six months out of the year, like that would be, be, it it would just be a sledgehammer of, awful i mean just traveling in general would have been terrible i mean there's upsides to it too like my son just the other day tried to call he used my work laptop and this computer to try and call each other on zoom to make some sort of weird like paradigm of video calls i was like dude you're not allowed to use my work computer ever like i gotta leave it alone like there's downsides dude they use my work my work desk is the cleanest desk in the house because i like to have a non-cluttered space mm-hmm. but they're forever like using my yellow notepads using my sticky notes like using yeah. my, i'm like dude if and i think if i was just in the office like no one would use my yellow pads but like is that the trade-off do i want to go back to the office just so nobody used my post-it notes i don't know man i'll tell you what i think the future for everybody depending on your industry depending on your company is a flex situation yeah is it helpful to see people in person yes you get collaboration. Yes. Is there a culture when you get to meet the people you work with and hang out? Yes. Is there benefits for people working at home? Also? Yes. Like both things are going to coexist. And unless mm-hmm. you're an electrician that needs to go to someone's house and like mess with their wiring, you know, people are going to be able to try and use that. There's plenty of professions where people have to be in person, but yeah, see how that flexes out, you know, I think it's and, interesting. And I think, I think to kind of round it out too, like, for businesses that people have to go in or businesses that are flexible, both are going to have to change your mentality. You can't just throw a job up 
saying, you know, $10 an hour and expect a slew of people to jump on that because if there's no benefit on top of that, or if there's not more extra cash, you know, for like a trade or something like that, why would people move to work for them? And if it, and then if they look at it as a downside because they're going places and having to work on site or at an office and they're not able to pick up their kids and spend time with their kids or, you know, go to, you know, after school activities and, and make sure that they understand who they're friends with and stuff. Like those are all important things now that have been pulled into the light that I think two years ago were not anything anybody was even caring about. I think it sped things up. I think it was shifting. Like, remember how we used to have interns at the radio station that work for yeah. free? And that's taboo now. If somebody yeah. said they were working for experience, like social media would go nuts about it. And it, yeah. that was already changing, dude. You know what I mean? Like people figuring it out. I think that tide was already going. But I think, yeah, COVID just accelerated it. You know what I mean? People figured it out. They're like, dude, that's insane. You know? I don't know. I'd love, I would really love to hear from people that are in the, there's different opinions. And again, like every situation is different. You and I have the capability to do all of our work from a laptop. I mean, you do a ton of your work from your iPad. Well, mm-hmm. you're, you're one step further, dude, one step and you'll be working for your phone. And that's it. You know, ideal. Dude, um, that would be ideal. If I could do my entire job on my phone, I could yeah. be anywhere at any time. I'd love to hear from people because some people aren't going to be able to do that. I would love, I mean, really, I know we solicit people reaching out, but you can comment on this on our anchor page anchor. Uh, it's linked I think, in, in both of our, yeah, both of our Twitter uh, bios have, have the anchor on there. You can tweet at us, you know, TikTok at us, whatever you want to do. Like, I'd be curious, like, do we have it wrong? Are we isolated? It's possible that you and I live in a bubble yeah. that we are able to do this and, it doesn't reflect in the real world. That's completely possible. I, mm-hmm. I walk only a mile. I don't even walk a mile in my shoes, man. I can walk <laughs> like three quarters of a mile. I would love to hear. It. And how does that affect people's families? You know what I mean? Like my kids, I'll tell you what, man, if we have to learn from home again, my kid, my son is going to be dumb because he <laughs> is not for as much as he likes playing video games and he's on disc. Oh, incidentally, my wife knows it's me on discord to kind of wrap that thread up. Cause I wrote <laughs> as my son on discord, I wrote, I really miss nursing. And then she was like, you're so stupid. Like, what are you doing right now? Um, Oh my God, dude. Yeah. She knew it was me <laughs> immediately. Uh, but my son is, did not thrive learning remotely. And that's surprising. Cause he's tech, you know, he's technologically pretty adept dude, but like, mm-hmm. He is not into remote learning, man. And I, but people have different things, dude. You know, are you a college student? I bet a college online would be okay. You could probably do that. Maybe live in your I mom's basement. I don't know. Isn't you would that, miss keg parties and stuff, but yeah. Cause I think, I think, you know, this is a completely different subject to jack to drive down. But my view is that college is pretty useless except for learning how to live out in life a different way. Like it's the next stepping stone to, if you want to learn and grow and teach, like, I don't know, in my own experience, I feel like it doesn't matter where you go to school. It just matters that you went and that um, you kind of can tell people that you know how to learn on the go. Like one of the most important things that I care about is can somebody Google? And I don't think anybody in the room that was nodding their head about finding applicants to their jobs 
cares if anybody they hire knows how to Google. I think that's a big, that's a big disconnect between the people that I, that I go and network with. So, well, and we live in different worlds from a lot of people. I dropped out of college to be a radio DJ and I still, even if somebody presses me, don't regret it. So like, I, I get it. Like it's different worlds, dude. And people have different ideals, but I'm curious to see like this generation of kids, like our kids, what is going to look like for them when they hit the job market? You know, I, and I don't want to get, we've gone pretty good now, but I, I don't want to get too far down this, but I know that like trade schools, it's through the roof right now. People aren't going to four-year colleges. People are going to learn how to be a freaking electrician or a plumber or something like that. Cause they can do a year of trade school and they can get paid right afterwards. I mean, they get a really good, they get a really good job that will last forever. And they can basically, if they're good at what they do can yeah. hop around to different companies and just find the one that fits their style the most. It's a great skill set. Yeah, so I, I wonder if the best, I wonder if the paradigm is shifting, you know what I mean? Like everybody's talking about the student loan debt that people are just getting hammered on. Like, I wonder if COVID just sped it up and like, everything's, everything's changing, transitioning. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be different for my daughter when she gets out of college, you know, than it was for even the kids now. I mean, I'd be curious to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, follow us on all the social media. I am at Hey Colfax and all the things. I'm Gerbil G3RBIL on Twitter. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to chat with you. Well, next time, it's Adventures Dead Bye. Adventures. Adventures in Dadland. Adventures in Dadland.